Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This is 15 Minutes with Jesus. Today I have the privilege of having my brother Dave with me, brother Dave Hickman. He's going to testify today, so open your ears, open your hearts, and let the Holy Spirit minister to you. Dave, it's all yours. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray first. Thank you, Lord, for just showing forth your will here, Lord. Open the hearts of the people to receive. Open my mouth. Fill it, Father, with your words and your truth, according to the truth, Lord. Reveal the things that you've revealed to me to the hearts of the people, Father. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. What happened to me according to the scriptures? You know, God has been in my life according to his word probably since I was six years old. First thing I can remember is I was watching a television show about Lucy. I was probably five years old. And Lucy was lying to her husband. And I turned to my mom and dad and said, Mom, Dad, Lucy's lying. And, you know, they they kind of looked at me like, uh, well, and they said, uh, well, this is just a show, David. You know, they're just pretending on there or, or, or whatever they said. I was looking at like, no, nah, that's not true, you know. You know, that was my heart and conscience. It was the truth in me, you know. It was the Spirit of Christ in me. I was born of God by that time. And uh, I don't Amen. know exactly when I was born again, but I I believed, you know, on Jesus. I believed he was the Son of God. Amen. I knew he was raised from the dead. And uh, I was bold enough to speak something like that to my mother and father. And as my whole family sitting there watching that show, so I said it in front of my whole family. And uh, that's that's the first thing I, I can remember that, you know, I I did, you know, according to the scriptures in my, in my family. I'm sure that I, uh, my mom told me I always had a tender heart. That's her testimony of me. Uh, I'm, I, I'm not so sure about that myself, you know. I, you know, the heart is desperately wicked, deceitful above all things. Who can know it? So. She was baptized in the Holy Ghost when she was a child, and my grandmother was baptized in the Holy Ghost. My grandmother, Lois, and my mother, Eleanor, both were baptized in the Holy Spirit. And probably the next thing that happened to me is I went to a kid's camp when I was about 11 years old. It was August. I was about 11 years old, 1969. And uh, I'd been seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit for uh, probably probably a year. I would go up to the front, you know, when they'd call people to the altar, and I'd pray and ask God, you know, and I'd even beg God to give me the Holy Ghost, give me the baptism in the Holy Ghost. And I just stayed after God and uh, just uh, pursued it. And then uh, I ended up going to this kid's camp, Assembly of God Kids Camp in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Uh, I guess the preacher was preaching about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and he had faith, and I had faith. Well, God baptized me with the Holy Ghost that night, and the the power of God just came on me. It was like just hot oil coming down over my head and just down my body. 
and I just started speaking in tongues like 90 miles an hour, just a whole nother language. It was not just like a few words or whatever. It was like a, a whole language. And I just kept speaking that language and speaking that language and just it just kept going like a river, like a river flowing inside of me, up from my belly, up and then out of my mouth. And even like out of the top of my head, there was these words and, and this power coming and flowing like a river. And it just kept going and kept going. And then we left the church and it just kept going. That river just kept flowing and going and going. And then we went to uh, where we slept there. It was like a, a dorm room. And there was probably about 30 kids in there. And uh, it that river just kept going. Those tongues just kept on flowing. I was weeping and praying in tongues. And the Holy Ghost was just washing me and you, cleansing me and whatever he was doing. And uh, the other kids in the room were just trying to get me to shut up, yelling at me and throwing candy across the room at me and everything else. And then finally, uh, you know, I went to sleep, and that's how I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Then immediately the devil will come and try to steal it from you. You know, uh, the the parable of the sower, you know, sower sows a word, and the, the enemy, the devil will immediately come and try to snatch that word out of your heart. I mean immediately. Every word. It's not just the gospel that he does that through. It's every word out of the mouth of God. He will try to steal from your heart if you let him. And you got to fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on it. Lay hold on eternal life and keep it and not let it go. Amen. you got to do that with every word of God that he speaks to you. you got to grab it with your faith and you know he gives it by his grace it's a gift you know every word out of the mouth of god he gives is a gift and you got to grab it with your faith and you got to lay hold on it and it's your faith that you got to use you got to use your faith jesus said your faith you know always it was your faith according to your faith be it done to you see god responds to faith Amen. So that's what I was doing. I was grabbing a hold of that promise yes. of the Holy Ghost. Yes, amen. I grabbed it, and I kept after it. I kept after it. I kept after it until I laid hold on it. It's like, it's like a, a wrestler. Like, it's like, a, who was it? Uh, Jacob. He wrestled with that angel. Amen. And, uh, and he, he got that angel, and he wrestled with him, and he had him down. He had him in a headlock, man, <laughs> and he wouldn't let him go until he blessed him and at night the days was coming and he said man we've been wrestling all night i gotta get back i gotta get back to heaven or wherever he was going or his next job and he said jacob said i'm not letting you go until you bless me and he received the blessing amen from that angel amen. and god and he he put a stone there and he saw a vision there of heaven opened and the angels ascending and descending on a, on a ladder to heaven. And Jesus said later, he said, you'll see the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Amen. See, the Son of Man, his words are of heaven. It's from heaven. His words are from heaven. And his truth is from heaven. The gospel is from heaven. <laughs> 
and his kingdom is the kingdom of heaven. You receive it by faith. Mix it with faith. Mix every word of God with faith, and you'll receive it and receive his mercy and receive his grace. Thank God. Amen. After that, I was going back to that same church. What church was that, Dave? That was First Assembly of God Church in Russellville, Arkansas. Amen. Uh, I was going back to church, and then uh, I decided that with the attack of the devil, the tempter, he's going to tempt you to sin. He's going to tempt you to not yield to the Spirit of God, not be led of the Spirit, and then he's going to start trying to get you under the law. He's going to try to use the law. He's trying to get you to turn to the law to justify and to cleanse yourself of sin, and that's what kind of happened to me. The law can't help you. The law can't save you. The law can't cleanse you. The law can't take away sin. All the law can do is just, it can say you're a sinner and you're going to hell. That's the opposite of the law, you know. And, you, you know, you're a sinner and the wages of sin is death. That's right. right. That's right. And, and that's, that's all the law can do for you. It can't help you stop sinning. But the devil wants you to turn to that law. He wants you to seek to be justified by that law. And it says, if you seek to be justified by the law, you've fallen from grace. That's right. Okay, so, so you, you know, born again, you know, you're under grace. Keep the ten, you've fallen from grace. The devil wants you to fall from that grace. That's right. The, do, the devil doesn't want you to have help. So I decided I was going to have a little, you know, I was going to stop sinning, and I was going to, I started embracing the law more. And, of course, you know, every year they probably went through the Ten Commandments at that church. They do in just about every denomination. So uh, I don't remember that, but it's probably true. But uh, so I decided I was going to have a Thou Shalt Not Club. Well, I started this Thou Shalt Not Club, and next thing you know it, uh, you know, that club lasted for about a day. Everybody else was out of it. You know, you can't smoke, you can't drink, you can't cuss if you're going to be <laughs> in my club, right? <laughs> so uh took about a day for everybody to get out of it. took about a week for me to get out of it. Next thing you know, I'm in sin. That's right. You know? And what was that about? It was about the law. I was seeking to be justified by the law. I was looking to the law to stop sinning. And the law can't help you with sin. All it can do is say, you're a sinner. That's all it can say. By the law is the knowledge of sin. And you can just, anytime you see the word law in the Bible, you can just replace that with knowledge of sin. Because that's what it is. That's exactly what the law is. It's the knowledge of sin. Knowing it's sin does not help you stop sinning. It's not going to help you. The only thing that's going to help you is to come to Jesus, yes. to the throne of grace, yes. and receive grace to help in time of need. Amen. When's the time of need? When you're being tempted. Amen. The time of temptation is that time of need. And that's when you need to run to Jesus for help. And you come to the throne of grace to receive grace for help in time of need. And that's what grace is. Grace is the gift of God in, uh, in uh, Ephesians 2.8. Grace is the gift of God. Ephesians 2.8 defines it as the gift of God. And that's the only, that's what is going to help you to receive that gift of his grace. And the only place you can receive it, that true grace of God, is 
and this is what God said to me, no gospel of grace, no grace, no spirit of grace, no grace, no throne of grace, no grace. You have to come to the throne of grace for grace to help. And the gospel of grace is the reason that you get the get that grace. And you got to come to Jesus to receive that grace. And where do you come? You come to the throne of grace. Amen. And that's where you receive it. And what's that? That's heaven. That's heaven, man. You come to him. He said, they will not come to me that they might have life, that they might have it more abundantly. If you want that life, you've got to come to Jesus to that throne of grace. And he will give you grace to help to overcome that sin. So what you have to do is be ready to anticipate that sin always. If you want to overcome sin, you have to be after it. You have to be after holiness. And if you will be fully after holiness, then when that sin begins to be manifest, when that temptation begins to be manifest, temptation is not the sin. The sin is yielding to that temptation. When that temptation becomes manifest, you need to come to Jesus. You need to immediately come to the throne of grace and come to Jesus and receive grace to help in time of need. He will give you the victory to overcome that sin. So it's pretty hard to sin when you're praising Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise your holy name, Jesus. Glory to your holy name. When with all your heart you're praising and worshiping Jesus, it's pretty hard to go ahead and do that sin you were thinking about doing, don't you think? Amen. Well, it is. It's impossible when you're doing that. If you're, if you're praising and worshiping Jesus, the Holy Spirit is bearing witness to Jesus, and that's who he bears witness to. The Spirit bears witness to the truth, and, and Je- the truth is in Jesus. And you come to Jesus, and you're going to be in the truth, and the Spirit's going to be with you. And he's going to bear witness to Jesus, and you're going to overcome that sin. Praise Amen. God. Amen. And the more you do that, the stronger you're going to get in the spirit and the weaker the flesh is going to get. Amen. Your flesh is going to diminish in power over you. Sin is going to diminish in power over you. And the spirit is, is going to be strengthened in power. Your spirit will be strengthened. And you'll be strengthened with power in your inner man by the spirit. Praise God. And you'll get the victory over these things more and more and more and more. It's going to be a process. You know, it's not going to be immediate. It's going to be a process. You're going to have to work out your salvation. You're going to have to walk through it. You're going to have to yield to the Spirit. You're going to have to put the death of these of the body through the Spirit. And you're going to have to yield to God. And as you do that, more and more and more, you're going to get the victory.